So today is a shooting day, but it is also a travel day. Um, I'm working on a feature-length documentary about the death penalty. Um, we're basing this documentary off a book called Executing Grace, which is uh, against the death penalty. It's for the abolition of the death penalty. Um, but it comes from a Christian perspective. And... Uh, so, like, the subtitle of that book is How the Death Penalty Killed Jesus and Why It's Killing Us. Um, but today, we have one of my first shoots for the documentary. And it should be a good, long interview with a former executioner from the state of Virginia. His name is Jerry Givens. And over the years, while he was serving executioner in Virginia, he executed... 62 people and it's a pretty decent split between electrocution and lethal injection uh, looking forward to talking to him about sort of his experience and now he's after executing 62 people he has come out against the death penalty and uh, so why I'm doing this in DC not Philadelphia or Virginia is that there is a protest political action rally thing at the Supreme Court this week because 18 people were arrested as part of a political action in January um, they held a big banner on the Supreme Court steps that said stop executions now and uh interesting thing about Supreme Court steps is it is a no free speech zone um, so being there they were purposely breaking the law and were arrested it was a form of essentially political theater on both ends you know the police slowly arrested one person at a time let them so the banner was up for about 45 minutes that was another one of the shoots that we did um, and that was in January and there's a little video you can find online with that if you search on YouTube for Executing Grace Film. Um, and that's something I produced. But the, today is kind of starting to get into the nitty-gritty of the shoot. And I'm really looking forward to it. This is our first big interview with somebody who will likely be one of the main characters in the film. Um, today... I'm just asking you guys to call in and give me your thoughts on the death penalty or what you think it takes for a person to execute 62 people and why it took so long to decide that he was no longer for the death penalty. All right, thanks. Looking forward to hearing from you. So, um, I'm on my way back from D.C., driving home to Philly. Um, the shoot went really well. I had a good time, good conversation, good interview with uh, Jerry Gibbon. And then afterwards, there was a teach-in uh, where there were several speakers that captured a little bit of everybody's speech, um, but also just sort of captured his. One challenge uh, I'm realizing with interviewing these activists is that they have well-rehearsed storylines, um, more so than I've previously encountered, which is kind of rare, 
because um, I, I work on a lot of PR marketing type of material. Um, so we, it took a while to kind of get through those those similar stories you tell, just asking questions about them and pushing and nudging them. Um, but we had a good interview, I think, and looking forward to uh, probably taking a trip to Richmond, Virginia to spend some more time with him pretty soon. And I sort of wish that I was able to make it for the next three days they're doing this in front of the Supreme Court steps um, because there's just a lot of interesting stories and would have been nice to kind of capture a really solid pre-interview for most of these people. Um, but just not able to do it this time and it is unfortunate because these are people coming from all around the country but that is some of the challenges of scheduling and also I'm not too broken up about it because this wasn't like the most intimate setting you know everybody's wearing matching t-shirts speaking and yeah so I would much rather be able to visit people their homes in the national environments were they able to kind of let their hair down versus right now they're all staying at a uh, homeless shelter together so you know I'm always really comfortable everybody's sort of doing this suffering and they're fasting and things like that so it's uh sorry the GPS is talking right now so anyway, it would have been nice if I could stay for three days, capture a bunch of interviews with people, and have a bunch of stories of theirs. Uh, but honestly, it's probably it's not really going to make too much difference in the documentary. But would have been nice to knock out a bunch of pre-interviews and just get a great feel for these people. One other amazing thing that happened while I was in D.C. today was I caught up with my old friend Crystal Tingle and we actually used to create videos together for a church while we both lived in Reno, Nevada. This was 10 years ago. Um, she lives in D.C. and I haven't seen her in, I don't know, something like 10 years ago I guess. And so we got together, just had some pizza. Um, and it turns out she's also working on another feature documentary, like myself, this is both of ours first thing. So it's interesting that we've kind of split off. I've been heavy into production, um, films and commercials and documentaries and web content, I guess. And she kind of went, uh, a different direction doing PR things and um, so she just moved to DC and kind of got this going with this documentary that she's working on about a gospel song and maybe I will try and do an anchor episode with her um, she's in a fellowship and then she was just at AFI Docs Film Festival in DC and she actually saw a film that I worked on. Um, it's a good buddy of mine, 
John Olszewski. He created a film that he spent 10 years making, uh, 10 years shooting, following a family in North Philly. And it was been making, it's, it's in every film festival right now um, this year. So it was accepted in Sundance and since then it's just been everywhere and everybody wants to show it, which is awesome. I was able to see it at the Lincoln Center in New York for a film festival called New Directors and Films. And it's so good, it's incredible. I was so honored and grateful to play a tiny part in it. I just shot a uh, handful of days, three, four days, in the span of his 10 years, so I don't even want to take any credit, but just really honored to play a role and see the success for him blowing up. And it's such a good film. If you haven't seen it, which is very likely, because it's film festivals are kind of hard to go see films. They're such a limited thing, and it's the rarity of that. But keep your eyes open for Quest. It's a really great documentary that follows a North Philly family for nearly 10 years. Um, and it's sort of book-ended by uh, presidential elections and world events and you kind of see them interacting with world events and you remember where you were on those days and, and it just is really really powerful film that hits on every every type of topic um, one of course being inner city gun violence as they are victimized by that um, I don't know if I'm giving away a twist or not, but you should definitely check it out. It will certainly be on uh, PBS in the coming year or so, but I'm certainly hoping you guys will be able to pick it up on iTunes and all that stuff. Um, so that sounds like maybe two Anchor podcast episodes. Talk to Crystal about her film and Jono about his. Uh, Jono's is finished and making the runs. Well... They're always still tweaking it, of course, but it's very near ready to be released. And Crystal's is the opposite of that, where she's just secured her very first bit of funding from a grant. And so I'm super excited to see how that goes. And of course, I'm also in the process of one, so maybe I need to rename this anchor channel to something about documentary filmmaking. I just wanted to back up for one second and say sorry about the audio quality on that recap portion because I was driving and not holding the phone to my ear because it's against the law in most states and just generally unsafe to do. So I was going through the car stereo system, not through the headphone mics like I thought it was. Um, anyway... Apologies for that airy, roomy, car noise segment. Um, but today went well, and hopefully you still managed to go through that. Well, with Anchor just now doing some updates and making podcasts more 
more accessible. I think I might do a season of podcasts on here where I'm following three or four filmmakers each week with a phone call, like I just mentioned two previously, um, with a documentary that is just starting, concepting, gaining access with Crystal's documentary and Jono's documentary, which is essentially at the finish line where it's in festivals. By now, it's basically completing the festival run, but still in this distribution phase where there's a lot of work to do. But the filmmaking aspect of it is done. And now it's this other end of things. Um, I, of course, have documentary I'm working on and I know of at least one more person that I would love to talk to every week about their documentary which is already shot they think they're done shooting and now it's just this editing and they've uh, self-funded the whole thing for the last three years now it's like what can we do to finish this and get it out in the world and so that's four documentaries at three different stages. Um, that might be a pretty cool season of podcasts. Um, maybe weekly episodes for... I don't know how many weeks, because honestly a week in real time is not that long for documentary progress. Like next week, I'm not going to make anything new. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That might be a really cool cool way um, to follow these, these people. Let me know if you're interested in that kind of thing. Um, right now, I know I don't have anybody calling in, which is very sad. It hurts. And I want to hear from you guys because I think that's a really cool feature. So, news came down in the court case for the DC-18, who's a group of people who were arrested protesting in the Supreme Court. Um, so this is reference, of course, to the Executing Grace documentary I'm working on. Um, so today, they were concluded in trial. Nobody's going to jail, um, which is, of course, good news, and they are still allowed on the Supreme Court grounds. Um, they all got varying levels of community service and things. Um, so that is really good news. Um, and that will play a, likely possibly will play a very small factor in this documentary I'm working on. I want to apologize for starting every one of these segments with a, so, you don't need that, I don't need that, I'm working on it, I'm going to get better, I promise, thanks for hanging in there. I want to come clean about how the progress of my documentary, Executing Grace, film has been coming and it's been super discouraging I've been discouraged lately um, so it has 
not been moving forward because I haven't been pushing it forward. Um, I really started the project with a bit of hubris. Um, for those that don't know what hubris means, it's a sci-fi term about a man thinking he's God. Um, I felt like for some reason I could get, I could have had most of the movie shot by now and I just started it in January. Um, and I still feel like I probably could have. I didn't do it, but I think it seemed possible. Um, and that's why having the book as the format, and I still think the format that I have created still works. Um, I just didn't do it. I didn't hustle. I didn't go. I didn't make it happen. Um, there's a bunch of excuses I could cite, but really the fact of the matter is, is I didn't do it. I'm directing the project and I didn't pull it off. Um, so today was really nice to be able to actually get some progress on it. Uh, even if it's, you know, small, mediocre progress, uh, this still is like been encouraging so it's moving forward there is something happening now so that's I, don't know, I feel better about it today than I did yesterday which is really good and really positive of course and so I want to give kudos to Aaron Kitzo who is my producer on this and you know if he wasn't reaching out to Jerry Gibbons and gave me his phone number after he called I uh, wouldn't have done it I needed that accountability and that was something I found I really need right now and for this project so having that accountability of somebody else who is actually expecting something from me otherwise I probably would have cancelled the trip um and that would have sucked. So, kudos to Aaron, who didn't come on the trip, even though he was supposed to. But he, his job had a thing come up that he had to work on. It's my understanding. So he didn't come, but it was nice that he still put some work in on it. And then that made me have to put some work in. So that is why I think having a partner in this is super important, at least for me. Having a little person that's gonna hold you accountable and you need to hold them accountable. And we haven't done that super great so far, but today was a good example of that working the way I wanted it to, the way I needed it to at this exact moment. Um, I have certainly done projects where I don't have those accountability partners and maybe you don't need them, maybe I just need them now because I'm going through an episode of some kind of depression, I got a lot of stuff going on, and so the documentary thing, which I'm super passionate about, has naturally taken a back seat because while well, it's important, it doesn't quite fit that urgent category 
except for maybe the case of this weekend, this week, where it is urgent because people from across the country are meeting in Washington, D.C. So, that's a little bit of a coming clean moment that I think is important because it's too easy to always just talk about the good stuff that's happening. And I want to also share some of the less good stuff. Um, I mean, I guess this is also me just talking about how I overcame an obstacle. How I overcame an obstacle, but still, the trouble is there. Alright, I am going to bed. That is it for me. It is now past 2 a.m., which is too many hours past my regular bedtime. Um, I'm going to make one last confession, but I'm going to go to sleep without backing up this footage because I just couldn't go to the studio and do it. I'm keeping it here. It's on two SD cards in the same building. So that's my confession for the night, and I hope you sleep tight. I know I will. Oh, thank you.